Good afternoon, all you beautiful people. This is Crystal, your favorite kink podcaster. First and foremost, I want to apologize for not doing last week's episode. I had, as you all know, I've been having health issues. Um, So I've been in contact with the testings I've been had done, which I think I told you guys I needed to have an ultrasound done. So um, there's a little bit of a cyst on my right side, but it's small, so he's not too concerned with that. However, my uterus isn't aligned where it should be, so that's his main concern at this point. So I am going to need a biopsy done, and that's going to hurt like a B word, and I'm going to be awake through the procedure. He already told me I need to make sure when I go there, I'm not going on an empty stomach and to take some pain pills. So that wasn't reassuring, but it is what it is. So I just, you know... You guys have been awesome. You guys have been patient with me. I appreciate it very much. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. I am truly grateful for you guys' understanding and everything. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Had a tickle in my throat. Next, you know, I know we just had a storm. So whoever was involved in the storm wherever it landed. Um, Hopefully everyone was careful. They made it home safely if they were out and about. If they didn't have to go out, hopefully they stayed. Um, I know some people lost power. Um, One of my supervisors where I work, he lost power for almost two days where they literally had to stay in a hotel room. Which, you know, he has a little girl and stuff like that. So, thank goodness he had a generator, but still. Um, So, anyone who lost power, hopefully you guys didn't lose it too long. I know if we lost power, you know, I don't have a generator. So, if that power goes out, that's it. So, um, again, I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone's health is okay, doing good. I hope everyone is enjoying themselves. It is the weekend. If you're off, go have some kinky fun or even vanilla fun, you know. Or even just relaxing at home. You do you, you know. So, again, I apologize for last weekend. As you all know, excuse me, excuse me, as you all know, with my health and again thank you all for being very understanding i really do appreciate it more than you can possibly know so this episode is going to be about friendship and also there might be a little surprise at the end so (laughs) it might be a short episode though so we'll play it by ear i'm going to try not to make it too short being that 
I didn't do last week. Um, excuse me. So, friendship. You know, people has different types of friendship. You know, you have your vanilla friends and you have your kink friends. Some combines the two. Like, you know, their friends are both vanilla and kink. Like, it's just, you know, they know who they are and stuff like that. Whether they share their interest in kink or not. Some actually choose one or the other. You know, so... Like, I saw a post on FET about friendship, and I was reading the comments, and I saw someone comment on a post about, like I said, about the friendship, and how they decided not to be friends with anyone in the vanilla world. And they were going on about, you know, they can't be themselves, which, again, I understand you have a lot of people that, can be very judgmental. And no offense, but you also find, I don't care what anyone says, although the kink life should be, you know, majority of the people are more open-minded and understanding, you're still going to find some judgmental people in this lifestyle. I've seen plenty, and it's like, don't, you know... King shame, you know, king shame anyone, you know, just because it's not your cup of tea. So, um, so yeah, and this person, you know, would start saying, you know, it's make finding connection and just a genuine friendship is hard to begin with. You know, and it's harder in kink. But that you have people in the vanilla world that they feel like they're hiding who they are. And they don't like that because if you're friends with someone, they should like you for who you are. So, you have people that, it you know, can't deal with that. And they're like, listen, I can't be friends with someone in the vanilla world because... I feel like I can't be me. And that's like locking that person up and it makes them feel um insecure, unsafe. Um excuse me, it makes them feel that you know, they're being judged without actually being judged because obviously if their friends don't know, you know, then they're not going to judge them, but it's like that's almost like if you're a lesbian or you're gay and you're afraid to come out of the closet, you know, afraid of what your families might think, what your friends might think, and, and stuff like that. And it's it, it can be tough. So, you, you know, you knew these people that you're friends with in the vanilla world, and then you're into this whole new lifestyle and yet you can't share that with them because uh, for obvious reasons. And it's like you're hiding your identity. And it could actually bring upon depression. 
So again, I can understand their way of thinking. Um, but for me, I'm getting to the point where I'm content where I'm at. Like, I love the lifestyle. I love the kink world. Um, I can't picture going back into a vanilla relationship. Um, and I'm more open now. Like, obviously, I won't be telling my family that, oh, I'm into this, this, this. Um, but some of the people I'm, you know, I'm friends with, I let them know, listen, like, I keep, I personally keep my circle small because trust for me is very hard, especially because of my past. So those who I see as friends has earned my trust. So I just started to open up about who I really am, you know, and the kink side of me. Like, I don't go into details, oh, I've done this, I've done this, I'm into this, I'm into this type thing. But I do tell them, listen, I'm into this kink lifestyle. You know, I'm a submissive. I'm in a dynamic. This is what, you know, everything's consented. You know, I like, you know, rough sex, I... And stuff like that. Um, And this is me. And if they are your true friends. They will accept you regardless. And they might be like. Oh wow. (laughs) Okay. You little freak. Whatever. But they are very accepting of who I am. It's not like I'm trying to pressure them into joining. You know. We're not a freaking cult. We're not. Oh, you got to join this. You know, it's just no. I accept them for whether they want to be kinky or not. That's on them. That's their prerogative. And this is mine. And if they can't accept it, then are they really my friends? Um, Again, like I said, I keep my circle small. You know, and I trust. uh, I stuttered for a moment. My trust people is very hard so these people earn my trust that doesn't mean they can't break my trust if I find out like they went behind my backs and talking trash about me or my lifestyle then guess what I have no problem cutting them out now does that mean I'm going to hate any vanilla friends that I might meet along the way no that means that I cannot trust this one person. Now, can I trust someone else where she, where I'll see her as a true friend, where she could become, he or she become into my little circle? That is yet to be determined. That doesn't mean that, you know, there's not a spot for that person. It just means this person, I have to feel connected to this person to some extent. I need to make sure that I could trust that person. Is that person going to have my back if I need them? And vice versa, obviously, because I'm the type that I would literally give my last dollar to anyone in need. Um, Even though I'm not rich, I don't have much money. It's just who I am. 
my heart bleeds, you know, it just goes out to people, you know, in need, and I just want to help, it's in my nature, um, that's one of the things my master told me, that he loves about me, because, you know, and that's why I'm so eager, I think, to help other submissives, and stuff like that, just because it's my helping nature, I guess you can say, so when you've earned that trust, I'm willing to let you in. But again, if you break that trust, you know, you won't be able to get it back. So, you know, I always tell everyone, accept me for who I am. You do that and I'll accept you for who you are. No problem. I don't care what you're into, you know, what you like or don't like, what your religious is, you know, what your religion is. Um, you know, it's just, I'm Catholic, you know, you could be Jewish, you could be, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, there's, I forgot the name of it, it's the, um, the whole, I think, uh, the scientist thing, there's a word for it, and I can't think right now, it's at the tip of my tongue, but I can't think, anyways, I don't care what you believe in, you know, you could be, um, oh my gosh, my mind just went blank. There's another word I'm looking for. Um, oh yeah, you could be a Muslim and whatever. I don't care. If you're a genuinely good person and accept me for who I am, then I accept you for who you are. And that's just how I am. You know, if I, if you're genuinely a good person, you know, then we have no problems. And can my circle get a little bit bigger? Yeah, but I try not to make that happen because when you have too much people in your life, you know, some might act genuine and then they backstab you, they betray you. So it's harder to figure out what's going on. But that doesn't necessarily mean everyone that's in your circle is going to backstab you and stuff like that. So, um, you know, so I try to keep my circle small. But if someone happens to make it bigger because they came out of the blue and there's a connection. And when I say connection, I don't mean like the dynamic type or the play partner type or anything like that. I mean genuine friendship. You have that connection where you just feel like... You could be their friend for life or, you know, you could picture them as like a sister or a brother or whatever. Then, you know, little by little. And sometimes life has a way of shocking you. So if they enter my life and there's just this connection, I'm going to make room for them in my circle. You know, and if I realize that, holy shit, my circle got a lot bigger than I expected. Do I regret it? No, because I feel... You know, I feel at ease with these people. I feel like they might be friends, but they're my chosen family. And they know I would have their back and vice versa. So, again, that doesn't mean that one or two can't betray me. It just means, you know, I'm very cautious who I let in. Um, My trusting, you know, whoever I let in has to be someone I trust. So... 
If I trust you to let you in and you break that trust, that's on you. I'm not going to feel bad. I'm just not going to let you back into my life. That's just how I am. Um, of course, if something bad happens, you know, and you come back crying and saying that you have to have surgery and or something about your animal. If I can help, I will. That's just me. Um, but again... Don't take my kindness for weakness. You know, I'm not going to pretend I'm someone I'm not. I'm not going to change because I feel angry with you or whatever. Life is too short. If I feel someone is hurting and I can see they is not some type of game or manipulation or whatever, I'm going to help. It's just whether I like you or not, it's just who I am. So, so yeah. So, in like I said, people, you know, they choose one or the other type of friends. Some don't want vanilla friends, where other, they literally separate the two. You know, they don't mix kink with vanilla. Where me, I am who I am. So, there's going to be times where, yeah, a lot of stuff I keep separate. However, there are going to be times... That it mixes in. And I'm not going to be like, oh, no, no, we can't do that. We can't. No, that's not. Because regardless, I'm a submissive. I'm a slave 24-7. And that also means, guess what? The lines are going to cross once in a while. It's just how it is. Like my, um, not all, but a couple of my coworkers who I get along with really well, they know I'm a kinky motherfucker. <laughs> we would be talking and this one girl would be like, dang, we thought you were innocent. No, you just got comfortable with us. You just made everyone think you were innocent. But we knew that you were wild. It just took you a moment because, you know, you had to get comfortable with us. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, so we bust on each other and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's times I mix, you know... It's just depending on the situation and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm not going to, like, go to um, a munch or a par- or a kink party and take a vanilla friend and be like, listen, name, wait until we get there. Be like, oh, by the way, this is a kink party. I'm going to show you the ropes. No, because you just put your friend on the spot. You don't do that. If I want to go and I don't want to go alone, which most likely I won't want to go alone, because I'm a very shy person. <laughs> um, so what I would do is if I had no one to go but a vanilla, ugh, a vanilla friend is available, I would bring it up to her. Be like, listen, there's an event going. Are you busy? Did you want to go? And if she says, yeah, I'd be like, well, before you say yes, it's kind of a king event. And I will explain what would be done there and stuff like that. And leave it to her to decide if she felt comfortable to go or she felt uncomfortable or she was curious and wants to go. But then if in any way she felt uncomfortable while we were there, we would leave. No questions asked. And that's what you do, you know. And this way, yeah, she's vanilla. Some vanilla people are curious but don't know where to start, too. Or some might have a kinky side but never had anyone to help them bring it out of them. So, you know, you got to take it as you go. 
don't force it on anyone. You know, just like you have a kink friend and you want to do something that's vanilla, they might not want to do that. You know what I'm saying? You don't force it on anyone. Be like, listen, I want to do this. This is happening. Did you want to come? Or I don't want to, I really don't want to go, but alone, but I want to go. You want to come with me and explain the situation and stuff like that. Excuse me. So it's, it's amazing, but at the same time, you got to be cautious. So, like I said, with me, I have both. Um, I have kink friends. I have vanilla friends. Um, although my main kink friends are two women who I don't see them as friends anymore. They moved up. They've been promoted. <laughs> They're who I see as a sister. You know, they chose me as their sister. I chose them as a sister. So, they've moved up out of that friend zone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they know I would do anything for them and vice versa. So, um, and, you know, that's how it is. Like, and then you have friends that's a little bit of both. Like, they're not really into the lifestyle, but they do have a little kink, if you want to call it that. You know, the hair pulling, the slapping the ass hard, whatever. Um, you know, so, you know, just take it. But always remember, regardless if it's vanilla or kink, the main important thing is consent. And that could be as little as just asking them if they want to, you know, go with you to, like, asking a friend, if, a vanilla friend, if they want to go to a kink event. You need their consent. And in order for them to not get blindsided, you need to be upfront with them so they don't feel like you manipulated the situation because friends don't do that. So this way, when they give you their consent, they're consenting to exactly that, exactly, you know, going to this king event. is not just that they're consenting to going to this event that they had no clue is a king event. They didn't consent to going to a kink one. So, again, be upfront, be honest. You know, um, like I could picture one girl going with me. But just because I could picture it doesn't mean she might really want to. She might, Or she might be the type that decides to go but at the last minute back out because she's she never been to one. She's nervous. She's vanilla. That's fine, too. I'm not going to get angry. You know, I got to understand and respect that. So, yeah. So, this is, you know, that regardless consent is a big thing. Rather, it's, and it's not just in the kink world. So, it's very important. So, respect that. Respect your friends. Regardless, you know, and be who you are. Um, you know, I know it's hard. By all means, you can feel free to contact me. You know, if you need any advice or want another opinion about something, I'm more than happy to give it. So, and just for the record, I love my friends. I do. 
vanilla and pink alike. Love you guys. Um, now, I have a little surprise. Now, I'm doing a little giveaway. Okay. So, I'm giving away one. Remember, just one adult goodie bag. Sometimes in April. April or May, it depends. I'm going to try April though. Um, that's the goal. Unless something comes up and it's been delayed, but that's the goal. April. So So anyone who wants a free goodie bag will have to email me or if you have me on that you could send me a message through that as well. Um so anyone who wants a free goodie bag can put their can write their names down. You know, and if you're through that you know, and you decided to email me. When you write your name down, write your fat name as well. And again, or in the same, if you send me a direct message on fat, then you have to write your real name, obviously. You know, so then what I would do is... Um, now, hold on. Keep in mind, I'm only giving away one. So once I have names, which I'll give everyone probably like two weeks, you know, that way if someone didn't see it until we passed, they're like, shit, you know, stuff like that. So I'll, I'll wait for two weeks. I'll pick I'll, out of like a hat or like a rotation thing that I have, I'll pick the lucky person. So kind of like I'm drawing a name out of a hat type of thing. So once the person has been chosen, I'll send them a direct message or email. You know, letting them know that, you know, congratulations, you won this or that. Then the chosen winner will have to respond giving me their address. Now, I know some people are uncomfortable. I know I would feel uncomfortable as well. You know, so I probably would never do it. (laughs) But, which, again... It's very understandable. Ugh. Oh my gosh, I can't talk today. It is very understandable. <laughs> so, obviously, no pressure. I'm not going to force anyone. If if you, you, oh my gosh, I can't talk today. <sighs> it's one of those things I could already tell. Oh, where was it going with this? So, no pressure. Obviously, I'm not going to force you guys. To put your name down, your address, whatever. 
but unfortunately, you won't be able to get the goodie neither if you don't put your address. Because <laughs> for obvious reasons, how am I going to send it to you if I don't know where I'm sending it to? So keep that in mind. <laughs> so you guys will, you won't know what I'm putting in the goodie bag. That is a surprise. So, again, you will have to email me and all that. Now, when you do email me, okay, I want to make sure I'm not just giving away a goodie bag to someone who's not even listening to my podcast. I want to make sure it's someone that, you know, has, you know is an audience of mine who's been listening to my podcast, you know, that's been loyal and, again, I'm very grateful and stuff like that. So, when anyone who decides that they want to try to win the goodie bag, email me and let me know which episode you like the most which episode of my podcast you like the most and why. This will, you know, will show a sign that, okay, this person has at least heard one of my episodes, which makes them worthy of winning this gift. So, again, when you email me or send me a direct message, by all means, feel free to... You know, write your name and why you think, you know, which episode you liked and why. And then after two weeks go by and I get all the lists within those two weeks, I will pick a name out and decide which one will win the goodie bag. And then I will... Keep you posted on the date that I'll be sending it out when I ship it out and stuff like that. So, and again, by all means, you know, if you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, I have no problem answering any questions you may have. So, alrighty. I think that's pretty much it. And it's only been a half hour. So let me try to um, make up a little bit and read a book. So this is The Berenstain Bears Kindness Counts. Brother Bear was a bear of many interests. He enjoyed spoil. Oh my gosh, maybe I can't read today. Obviously, I can't talk. (laughs) Maybe I should cut this short, (laughs) so bear with me. He enjoyed sports such as baseball, soccer, football, and basketball. He liked to draw and paint, and he was interested in science. He had hobbies like collecting stamps and baseball cards. He enjoyed fishing, and playing video games. But the thing he enjoyed most of all was building model airplanes. 
He started building models with Papa when he was very young. At first, they made simple plastic models, but soon they were creating flying models out of lightweight wooden paper. Before long, Brother could build models all by himself. He kept building bigger and better models that could fly longer, farther, and higher. On trips to the park with Sister Bear, he always took along his latest model for flight trials. It was a thrill to win its propeller for the first time, let it go, and watch it fly across the park. On Saturday afternoon, Brother tried out his latest creation, a big model plane painted red with red... Uh, oh my gosh, a big model plane painted bright red called the Meteor. He set it down on the grass and, would, and wound the propeller. Sister joined some of her friends nearby. One of them was mining her younger brother, Billy. He was playing with a small model plane like the one's brother had when he was little. When Billy saw Brother's big new plane, he came over to have a look. Wow, he said. That's beautiful. Thanks. She's called the Meteor. I built her myself, Brother said proudly. Wow, said Billy. I wish I could build a plane like that. Brother finished winding the propeller and picked up the meteor. Can I help fly it? asked Billy. Brother was proud of his models and careful with them, too. They took a long time to build and were easy to break. If you didn't launch them just right, they could take a nosedive and crash. Well, said Brother doubtfully, I don't know. But he remembered how Papa always let him help out when they were building and flying model planes. That's how he learned, by helping Papa. Well, said Brother, okay, you can help me hold it. Oh boy, thanks, said Billy. Brother knelt down and let Billy hold the model with him. Now remember, said Brother, don't throw it. Let it fly out of your hands. Here we go. One, two, three, fly. They both let go and the big red meteor lifted up and away, his propeller whirring. Yippee, yelled Billy. Look at it fly. But Brother was worried. The meteor was climbing up too steeply. As they watched, the meteor rose high above the park. It seemed to pause in midair. It nose suddenly dipped down, and it went into a dive. The meteor hit the ground with a nasty crash. Brother and Billy ran to the wrecked model. Brother sadly picked it up and looked at the damage. Billy's big sister and the others noticed the excitement and came over. Oh no, said Billy. Is it my fault? Did I do something wrong? Didn't I throw it instead of letting it fly like you said? Brother shook his head. Of course not, he said. You did fine. This is my fault. I didn't get the balance right. Its tail's heavy. That's why it went up too steep, paused, and no dive. That's called stalling. Are you going to fix it? asked Billy. Sure, laughed Brother. Build em, fly em, crash em, fix em. That's my model. Could I help you? Want, wondered Billy. Now, Billy, said the big sister, you're too young to help. 
but brother remembered how Papa always used to let him help. That was how he learned about model airplanes. That's okay, brother told Billy's big sister. I don't mind. I could use a little help. So Billy came along to the bear's treehouse. Mama and Papa were pleased that brother was being so kind to young Billy. It's just as <clears throat> it's just as the good book says, Mama said. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Yes, agreed Papa. And it also says in the Bible that a kind person benefits himself. What does that mean? wondered Brother. It means that no act of kindness is wasted, said Papa. And kindness you do will always come back to you. Every afternoon that week, Billy helped Brother work on the plane. He didn't know it very much, but he learned a lot and he had lots of fun. Brother had fun too. He enjoyed teaching and he liked having a helper who looked up to him. The next Sunday, the meteor was ready for another flight. Brother and Billy took it down to the park. Everyone came along to watch. They They wound the meteor's propeller, held it up, and let it fly. It lifted away and rose in the long, even curve. This looks like a good flight, said Brother. The meteor flew on and across the field. Slowly, it came down, landing clear on the other side of the park, In a three-point landing, Brother and Billy ran over. It was the perfect shape. Hooray! yelled Billy, jumping up and down. Brother began to wind up the propeller for another try, but he noticed a group of older cubs coming into the park. They carried a lot of interesting equipment and wore jackets that said Bear Country Rocket Club. Brother went over to watch. They were setting up a model rocket. They were going to fire it off and let it come down by parachute. Brother was excited. Excuse me, he said to the cub in charge. Do you think I could help you launch the rocket? The cub shook his head. Sorry, he said. You're too young. It's too dangerous. Brother walked away sadly, but he noticed that Billy was staying behind. He was talking to the older cub in charge. The older cub called brother back. My cousin Billy tells me you let him help you help with your model plane, said the older cub. Brother just nodded. The older cub smiled. That was cool. You seem to know a lot about flying and models. I guess you could help out. So the Rocket Club let brother hold things for them, carry things for them, and squirt a little glue here and there. He learned a lot, and he was happy. When it was time to fire off the rocket, they even let Brother push the button. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Fire! said the cub in charge, and Brother pushed the button. There was a loud whoosh. The rocket shot up leaving a trail of smoke. High above the park, a yellow parachute popped open, and the rocket drifted back to Earth. They ran over to it. It was all twisted and scorched. Are you going to fix it? asked Brother. Sure, laughed the older cub. Put them, fly them, and crush them, and fix them. 
That's our model. Could I help? asked Brother. Builder Cub thought it over. Sure, he said, slapping Brother on the back. Why not? So because Brother Bear has shown a little kindness to someone younger than himself, he became the youngest member ever of the Bear Country Rocket Club. He was, and was he ever proud? Bear Country Rocket Club. And it's showing him wearing the shirt now. Yay! The end. And of course, they have the saying that the father said, that was from the Bible, do to others what you would have them do to you. Matthew seven twelve, And it has a heart locket. So, yay! So we did, we read a book. So I think that's the end of that. So thank you all for listening to my reading. My throat's hurting now, and I have a lot of chores to do today. But I wanted to give my, you know, I want to reach out to my audiences, do an episode for you all, and talk about the giveaway as well. So please, everyone, reach out to me. If you're interested in winning the giveaway, excuse me, if you're interested in the goodie bag, it might be a bag or a box or like a little basket. I haven't decided yet, so we'll see. Um, so if you're interested, by all means, please you know, email me, send me a direct message showing your interest, which episode you liked and why. And in two weeks from today, I will make my decision. I will pick out the winner. I will pick out the chosen person and contact them directly. And then... You know, keep you posted and everything as well. So, thank you all again for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. I love you guys. Stay healthy. Stay kinky. Reach out to me on FET if you know me by FET. um, Or email me. Again, and my throat just croaked. (laughs) I do apologize. Again, you can reach me at bdsmhaven. H as in happy, A as in apple, V as in Victor, E as in elephant, N as in Nicholas, 101 at gmail.com. My email is bdsmhaven101 at gmail.com. 101 just exactly that numbers is not written out. All one word BDSM Haven one zero one at gmail dot com. I'm going to try to put my email in my profile. I'm unsure if it will let me, but I'm gonna try that way. Some if you're still not understanding. The email, I know sometimes the voice 
you know, you could understand it clearly. Other times, not so much, or you might be confused. You know, so I'm going to try to write it down somehow. I don't know if this will reach all my listeners. If I put it as a quote or a question thing on this one episode, it might just be for Spotify since this is through Spotify. So I'm unsure. So I'm going to try to... um, Try to do it through my profile. See if that works. So hopefully it does. Um, If not, hopefully everyone understands. I tried to explain how my email is written as best I could. So I do apologize for that. Um, You can always reach me out on my Instagram, which... My Instagram is Crystal, A-K-A-I-B. Well, that's my nickname. You could probably reach me at... Okay, that's the nickname I appear to be under my profile. Um, But my Instagram is deepbeauty underscore 83. So you could reach me out there if you're unsure and just private message me and let me know so all right well i'm going to say goodbye everyone thank you all for listening i appreciate it i'm grateful and i hope to see emails and you know or direct messages so enjoy the rest of your weekend guys thank you all for listening love you guys bye